everyone, here's Geraldine from the Story Weavers, the place to be if your kid is chewy, gifted, or just so awesome and wirely different as we are. If language arts and you're wondering about how to teach them to communicate effectively in writing, in speaking, then check out our website, thestory-weavers.com. We are opening the doors for registration this week for next fall so if that's something you're interested in check us out there today's topic though is how do I teach my child to not follow other people's tonality and why that is is in the last couple of days we talked about how we automatically mirror other people around us well as in everything else it actually depends once you're advanced, levels of advanced, then it depends that you have the choice if you want to or not. Now, this is a controversial subject and it is up to you parents to decide if your kids are actually ready for this exercise. I call it freedom and presence. You'll challenge the belief that you should always speak from the inside out and adjust to others you know it's you did you all did you ever hear of the inside voice that's what we're gonna talk about today so i heard a quote master the techniques master the skills then let go and play from intuition now if you want to have a deep demanding voice that leaders have then you have to practice being present and free more than anything technical. Talking louder is a good practice when we push our boundaries. A speaker needs a default setting that will allow them to speak louder in order to develop a powerful voice. With confidence, say, good dog, good, I love you, I love you and see how that makes you feel when you actually talk louder. Why do most people though hold back their voices? And we're distinctly talking about adults, but we can already see the patterns of habit in kids. People won't want to be normal and don't want to stand out and, or get attention generally. They want to fit in, right? So you, you know there's this certain line that you can go above and beyond that stays within certain perimeters or and if you stay within that you're fine if you fall out of that then you get the looks right people look at you funny uh you know and being aware of those social cues keep it down so you could choose whether you want to follow them consciously or not so, you know, if you want to keep down or not. So when we teach our kids to only have an inside voice, then we're taking away something powerful and right from them. And my personal belief is that kids need to know the rules, like at a dining table, right? And once they do, they need to be able to adjust to the circumstances. So you will likely behave and your dinner rules will be different at a five-star restaurant and a takeaway. 
knowing both allows you to choose and adapt to the circumstances. The same is true for our voices, right? Speakers are aware that every single time they speak, they are training their voices to be more captivating, persuading, impactful, and interesting. So there's this inner freedom within them to speak confidently louder than normal and still be okay with it. And additionally, it is equally important for the development of their self-confidence and presence as a speaker to be able to speak freely, loudly, clearly. Leaders choose whether or not to adjust themselves to others or not. And this we need to train. This we need to let our kids speak louder at certain points in time to be able to practice this. So it's important that we allow our kids to experiment with louder voices. So for example, read a passage compassionately loud or when the doorbell rings, as you walk to the door, don't just go to your door quietly or, you know, be super loud and say things, you know, you can always talk with the dogs, so you've never seen it's crazy, you know, say, like we said before, I love you just the way you are. You can say it to your kid, and they'll be like, what? <laughs> super fun. So, Another place could be when you go in front of the camera. So while our kids, for example, inside the Story Weavers project, when your child goes in front and presents in, on their podcast, for example, when they go on audio or when they go on a video in front of the camera, before you get on, have them make some louder than normal noises that's th that way your noise will be louder when you'll get in front of the camera or you'll have a more distinct voice when you get on a podcast so many speakers use this method to change even their emotional state right if you bark and become intense you will feel different what i mean by bark is literally for example don't call me crazy okay i am crazy ha but what you could do is feels different than you're like, woof, woof. you know, if you do that with intensity, it will put you into a different state of mind and the kids have super fun barking at each other. <laughs> so you'll experience different emotions when you talk louder. Why are most people talking louder when they're angry? Because it's a more intense emotion, right? So I would suggest, of course, staying into the positive emotions and amplifying those. Like when you introduce yourself saying, hey, I love you. Or, well, not by introducing yourself. So you can say that, of course, but, you know, depending what, who you're introducing yourself to. <laughs> Although you don't have to. And, you know, you could. And you would not mind being louder 
and this will strengthen your voice and your mind. So rather than just teaching our child the indoor voice, let's teach them to be able to choose and choose wisely depending on the context. So read out passages 20% louder in between with a powerful, strong voice. Call through your apartment or with something positive. Or so to finish today, a study at Kent University concluded people unconsciously adapt to each other's voices, tones, a phenomenon called communication accommodation theory. So what that means is when two or more people meet and have a conversation, they unconsciously adapt each other's voice tones. And you want to practice with your child to be able to be unaffected and maintain the voice quality, tonality that they want, because that's what charismatic people do, being able to choose and adapt depending on the context. So that's tonality series number two. Tomorrow we'll dive into how the patterns of emotions, how does happy, grateful, passionate sound. Um, so you can use that. That's what we'll do today. If you have any questions, as always, comment down below. And if you're serious about having your kids communicate effectively, then check out the storyweavers.com website. And as doors are enrolling soon, and we already have many people rushing in to save the spots. With that, see you guys later. See you tomorrow.